our entire business model, to put it in, you know, in, a, in a nutshell, is we're taking patented and proprietary technology that are already being utilized in other industries, as well as processes, right? So basically, SOPs, processes, technologies, and we're basically importing them into cannabis space. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on the Raising Cannabis Capital Series, we are joined by Benjamin Lee, the CEO of SIF Group. Benjamin, welcome to the MJ Bulls Podcast. And thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Well, SIF Group stands for Cannabis Infrastructure and Technology Group. You're kind of like an all-star management team. It's the best way for me to describe you guys. You're both cannabis and non-cannabis business veterans. Is that is that kind of how you would describe your team? Yeah, it, it, it's interesting because really it was founded by a group of industry professionals. You know, we saw that there was a huge gap in the knowledge in the cultivators because a lot of the master growers that are out there that are growing cannabis, they're very, very well versed at growing the plant. But as they continue to scale up to a larger facility, then they really don't have the knowledge or, or the uh, expertise with regards to Six Sigma, just-in-time inventory, ERP, which is uh, enterprise resource uh, planning or manufacturing resource planning. And the challenge with that is it's really difficult to be able to manage the quality control and the quality assurance at those levels. So that's really where we come in. Uh, so, you know, my partners, one has been in the retail hydroponics industry for 15 years. So his product knowledge is really, really wide and really, really deep because he's basically seen everything out there for the last 15 years. Yeah. My other partner, he is an ex-GE leasing Motorola Fiskers, you know, the scissor and the trimmer company. She's the one that brings that corporate manufacturing expertise to the table. Really, I'm the guy that kind of puts everything together with regards to the business plans, looking at it from a strategic perspective. We help them with really looking at the different technologies that we can really implement to help them to scale and to maximize their profitability. Well, I can see where that's a real need since the passing of the Farm Bill. A lot of these companies are exploding and trying to scale. There's not a lot of MBAs working in some of these businesses. They need some of that experience, like what you guys bring to the table. You can see where that's real beneficial. Your plan is moving forward. You're going to start implementing some of these proven business management processes and helping companies reduce costs and helping with the buying on a larger scale. Can you talk a little bit about that plan? Sure. As we begin to acquire more clients in a specific geographical location, then we'll start bringing on people that have quote-unquote local knowledge, as well as teaching them how to implement the systems that we are already implementing for a few of our clients uh, in Florida. I see. And the plan is, once you get a bunch of these different facilities, have them work together so that you can realize some benefits from economies of scale, and is, is that where the next plan would be? Exactly. So, uh, you know, really, the next phase is for us to start acquiring or purchasing 
large quantities of specific items. So, for example, like let's say rock wool, right? We'll look at purchasing rock wool at, you know, at a much larger quantity so we can really drive down those prices. And as we drive down prices, we'll obviously pass on the cost savings to our clients. Another thing that you know, we are really focused on are patents and technologies. A couple of the patents and technologies that we're currently working with, one is a oral thin film, basically a Listerine breast strip that we're able to infuse with THC, CBD, and the different cannabinoids. Obviously, from a delivery system perspective, it's phenomenal because by utilizing the oral thin film, it'll actually bypass first-pass metabolism. And what that means is instead of you taking a pill and you losing 50% of the active because it actually gets cleaved in the gut, you know, you're actually getting the delivery at a much faster rate because it's actually absorbing through the bloodstream and the sheet or you know, under the tongue at a much quicker rate. So you're not losing basically half of what you're paying for. It's a great way to you know, actually travel with a particular item because, again, it's, it's basically just a, a little uh, cassette that contains, let's say, 10 strips. And then you can just carry that, and you know it also freshens your breath too. I see. Yeah, it's just a really, really phenomenal delivery system. Uh, we also have several other delivery systems as well. So anything that really starts out in a liquid form is what we can really, I guess, you say, manufacture from a white label perspective for our clients. And then we actually have uh, two other patented technologies. One is a restructured water technology. We utilize it in two different forms. If you utilize it for irrigation, it does three things. One is it micro clusters the water or basically it reduces the surface tension in the water so that the uptake of vitamins, minerals, and nutrients is higher. You know, it's easier for the plant to pull the water and the nutrients from the roots, and it takes less energy to get to the leaves and, you know, and through the stems into the entire structure of the plant. And then also what it does is it infuses the water with free electrons. If you're familiar with ORP or uh, oxidation reductive potential, what that means is if it has a positive value, and if you look at normal water, normal drinking water, it has typically a value of positive 200 to 800. What that means is if you're to drink the water, it's actually oxidizing or rusting you on the inside. It's actually taking electrons from you. Mm-hmm. But this actually has that opposite effect. This is actually donating electrons or energy to you or into the plant. So the health of the plant is just greater because it's using less energy to take the vitamins, minerals, and nutrients you know, up to the different parts of the plant, as well as getting free electrons. So you're getting more energy. So the better the health of the plant, the higher the yields, which is obviously you know, one of the most important measurements of growing cannabis. And then there's one more technology, what we call a reformed liquid silica. It's basically an electromagnetically charged liquid sand, which has a pH of close to 14. It actually has phenomenal antimicrobial, antibacterial, and antiviral properties. It sounds like those patents are all sort of non-plant-touching patents, but can be used in these facilities that you're working with. So they can take advantage of all the technologies that you've acquired already and the new ones that you're going to acquire. Well, let's talk about that. Moving forward, what are the plans for, say, within the next two years or a year and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, we're looking to expand, obviously, our geographical reach. We're looking to really get the large-scale facility, trying to get our business model out as quickly as possible, and then still maintaining that really, really high level of service. To do this next phase, you're going to raise some money. Can you tell our listeners about your, your raise and maybe some of the terms? Sure. This is our pre-IPO round. We're looking for $3.5 million as a convertible note, and it will be a two-year note 
with 8% annual interest. And depending on which way it goes, whatever works best for the investor is what we'll do. So for example, if a 30% discount to the IPO is best, then that's what we'll do for the investors. If for whatever reason, the IPO takes a little bit longer, then we will allow the investors to convert either at a two and a half times top line revenue at the time or at a 15 million pre-money valuation cap. Yeah, it sounds very accommodating. How do you plan to invest the money after the raise? I mean, we're just using that to finalize the acquisition of the technologies. We're looking at it as basically just growth capital. None of that's coming out whatsoever. We're really looking towards getting us up to the eight bigger number with regards to revenue. We, we really want to go public in the next nine to 12 months. And when you go public, it's going to be a non-plant touching sort of cannabis ancillary type of business. Is that correct? Correct. Right now, you know, actually we just met with the New York Stock Exchange actually last Monday and, you know, we spoke to their head of listings. Right now they won't take any companies that derive any revenue from cannabis whatsoever. And they're not taking Reg A plus filings anymore either to, to go on the NYSC or the NYSC American. But our discussions with NASDAQ, again, they're, they're obviously very noncommittal. Is that, hey, listen, if we do it right now, yeah, that could change tomorrow. So yeah. <laughs> based on our conversations, as of this point, you know, we're looking to potentially go NASDAQ. But we also have a feeling that as we get a little bit further along, that the rules, regulations, and legislations on a federal level are going to be more amenable to potentially list on NYC compared to NASDAQ. I think within this eight to 10 month period, maybe by then the rules will be a little bit less strict and we'll have an opportunity to be part of that. Well, we've been speaking with Benjamin Lee, the CEO of the SIF Group, and all their information is on the MJ Bulls website. Benjamin, thanks for being on the show today. This has been really interesting and it's an exciting project you're working on. I really appreciate it. Again, thanks, Ben for giving us the opportunity to you know, be on your podcast. And if anybody has any questions, obviously they can you know, reach out to us through NJ Bolts. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Cannabis Health Radio is a podcast about stories from people around the world who have used cannabis to deal with serious ailments, many of them life-threatening. My name is Ian Jessup. My co-host, Corey Yelland, is no stranger to the devastating emotional impact faced by so many people receiving a death sentence diagnosis from a doctor. Told she only had months to live with anal canal cancer, Corey researched and immediately began using cannabis oil to eliminate her cancer and has been cancer-free for more than a decade. She told herself that if it worked, she would spend the rest of her life helping others, which she does tirelessly every day. When you listen to our podcast, you'll hear many stories like Corey's, along with others who have used cannabis oil for many more ailments besides cancer, such as chronic pain, PTSD, MS, and many, many more. As one of our guests said, your podcast gave me the confidence to save my own life. We regularly get messages from listeners who have heard our podcast and use cannabis to solve a serious health issue of their own or that of a loved one. We hope you listen to these stories. 
and be as inspired and moved as we are with each and every episode.